0: And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com.
1: No purchase necessary. BDW. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's hardly news to anyone that the beauty standards seen in media are very narrow and leaves many of us scrutinizing what these standards consider flaws on our own bodies. It's very common for people to have negative thoughts about their skin as we've been surrounded by predominantly white bodies on billboards with very smooth skin. Representation really matters in terms of creating good self-esteem, and I'm therefore happy to share a conversation with Bailey, who works as a model and provides the representation she missed herself when growing up. We focus on her vitiligo, which is an autoimmune disorder that affects her skin. She shares her own journey getting comfortable with her body, and gives advice on how to tackle negative comments in order to reach good self esteem in this complicated society. If you haven't come across women of my generation before, there's plenty of episodes where women share their wise thoughts on how to get a good relationship with your body. Please hit subscribe and rate my content, as it helps more people find this podcast. My name is Fanny Beckerman, and this is Women of My Generation. Hello Bailey how are you today? I'm wonderful how are you? Yeah I'm good as well I mean it makes such a difference now to be able to actually go out and see some friends and stuff don't you think? Oh it
0: makes such a difference definitely does.
1: Especially for you being a dancer as well you can go to the studio and actually work there.
0: Yeah like just even having like a big space to do it like certain flooring is obviously better than on your grass and just like stuff like that so yeah it's definitely better
1: yeah of course but apart from being a dancer you're also a model and that's actually how we met during a photo shoot yeah Um, so first of all I just wondered how did you get into modeling and you know did you want to become a model when you grew up or was it an accident
0: Oh my God, yeah. So it was never, ever something that I wanted to do. It was never even something that I thought about doing just because it was obviously nowhere. And at, um, at like six, I probably got vitiligo, So I never, ever, ever seen models with vitiligo. It was literally just like slim, white, tall women that were models. So it's like not really... Um, it wasn't an option for me to even think about considering.
1: So for anyone who's not familiar with this condition, uh, could you just explain a bit?
0: Yeah, so um, vitiligo is a autoimmune disorder um, and it basically just means that my pigment is attacked. So the white patches are because there's no pigment in that area because the melanocytes or something like that are just um basically taken away mm. oh so, uh, yeah whatever keeps my skin the same color normally like is just like
1: gone <laughs> and I think you have mentioned on social media that uh, it can be affected by stress for example yeah so
0: I think like there's there's a lot of different um things that can like help it to like really like attack the body but um stress is definitely one of them because it's a very like psychological um disorder as well um so stress and the sun can be a a big factor and yeah there's like there's food as well like changing your diet can also like really help it like to um flow down or like stop completely
1: okay yeah but once you have the patch of that they don't go away do they
0: not normally no not normally um but for some reason mine did start to um like start to freckle again like so my normal skin would like come over the the patch that was already there and um it was whilst I was in Thailand and I was like helping a lot of animals so I was like working with animals every day um so I think it could be like due to like lack of stress um and also I turned vegan like four years ago and I did I haven't had another patch since like a a new one um and obviously yeah in Thailand I was eating like mainly just veg like because they didn't really have any like fake meat where I was so there was nothing like soy or anything like that there so I think a lot of it
1: came back because of that it is so fascinating that that you know how much it's all connected and like you said with uh, your mental health as well and it's yeah. so stress
0: yeah it's crazy it's actually crazy
1: mm. But going back like you said, when you grew up, there wasn't much representation in media no. and um, but anyway you 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 work as a model now, um, yeah. and how did that happen? When did you start?
0: um yeah, so I got into um modeling because well, first of all, I did try and start applying for some um modeling agencies, like sending some photos in. I went to some like open casting like things like that and um yeah it was mainly just like I just kept getting turned down kind of thing but I didn't put it down to the vitiligo I just put it down to like not having that model look like that specific one and then I found Zebedee which is um the agency that I'm with now and they represent all types of looks so they represent like um people with albinism um vitiligo um people uh, amputees down syndrome yeah they represent like all types of looks which is really cool because they got they um heard from me first and then about a month later I ended up getting like um uh a, a, but like another email back from them saying that they um would love to represent me and they also like sent me a few days after that sent me a job which was um an avon campaign and that was my first job with them um that is so big it, and I think, it's like, crazy our first job was yeah that um, and that
1: photo is so beautiful and it's on your social media on your instagram as well oh uh,
0: yeah no it's crazy like everything was done makeup, hair. her um obviously wardrobe like it was it was a campaign that was based on like um her story so like an individual and also like female um empowerment I guess and like just just they're having like a clear reoccurring theme within all females and just just like it was like a campaign based on that Mm. so yeah it was really it was really fun for especially for my first job as well yeah, it must have been.
1: Yeah. But obviously there's lots of rumours about the model industry and you've said it now yourself that it's a very narrow um, mm-hmm. image that we see uh, in the model industry and, and media. Do you think that's changed or do you still like experience people um, having negative thoughts about you?
0: Um, I think, to be honest, in a weird way, I think that, it has it has changed, but I think in a weird way, it's only changed because of the current trends, so like dark skinned people are really like that's really in fashion now. people with different looks are really in fashion like I think it's 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 changed only for the sake of the trend like um. So if, if it does continue, I'd be happy, obviously, like to keep having like these jobs come in where it's like campaigns and stuff and working on things like that. But I do I do think that it's changed because of, <laughs> I'd hate, I I'd, I'd hate to say that it's changed because of like money and also like in a lot of ways for the sake of oh we have to kind of represent like different types of looks now or we have to have that like one girl that does look a bit different or like that that one really like yeah it's it it has changed but I don't know if it's for like the right reasons but nevertheless it has changed yeah
1: yeah I mean I definitely agree and I've had people previously in this podcast talking about that and talking more about like body positivity and how that's in fashion now I think we're all kind of scared that there will come a day when it's not trendy anymore and what happens then Mm -hmm. Um, but hopefully it's here to stay and you know the fact is that there are lots of companies doing it to gain more money and because of capitalism but yeah Nevertheless, it goes out to people who are maybe younger or struggling with a self esteem in yeah. our age, and yeah. it's really important that they still see that relation yeah. regardless of the reason.
0: Definitely, like, no matter what this, like, how they're seeing it or why, they're still seeing it, and that's something that a lot of people didn't get growing up, like, they didn't get the um, the representation of how they look as well so it is it is really good it is positive no matter the reason why it's positive and I don't think it would ever like go back to how it was um hopefully not anyway because that was like a really like small window um and now it is a lot bigger and I don't think I think it would be harder to narrow that now um Mm.
1: but yeah I mean, you're a big part of that yourself. You you mentioned your first job, but also you've been out in L.A. and shooting. Could you tell me about that job as well? Yeah, so um, L.A. was
0: for Hollister for their spring collection, Um, and that was also a campaign, which is funny because I I keep getting this reoccurring theme of getting jobs of, like... um, body positivity, and um, love yourself no matter what, and it's it's really cool, because, like, every time I go on them jobs, it's always people who aren't super intimidating to look at, like, like, they're obviously gorgeous, but they have different things about them, and, like, they're not typical, like, really skinny um, six-foot models, they're, like, literally just normal, beautiful-looking people, like, variety of people. So that was cool. I met some um, interesting characters on that <laughs> because I was obviously in America. So I just... Yeah. I just Americans are just interesting. That's,
1: that's what I can say about them. They're funny. But that's really cool, and especially, like, Hollister because they have so many young people who, who yeah. go to the stores. So that's really important.
0: Yeah, definitely. Well, it was really it was really cool to get that job. I um I re- like that was that was one for me that was like, okay, yeah, this is going to be like seen in places that I used to go to as a kid, like I used to I I actually tried to get a job in Hollister when I was in high school and mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm I'm pretty sure I just didn't fit the, you know, cuz there was always this like rumor going around that like Hollister Workers like this beachy looking, um, like they, they all had like this beachy look. Like they yeah, all the of side were all tanned. <laughs> like, um, so yeah, I actually never got that job.
1: But here yeah. you are. Um, but you are very open on your social media about your previous struggles with your self-esteem and mainly due to your skin. Mm-hmm. But now seeing you posting all these photos of yourself and and kind of changing. The model career in a way and the way we see models um but how how's this journey been for you you know going from feeling anxious about your skin to now being really open and speaking about it
0: yeah it had yeah it's it's changed a lot it's it's um it was something like as a kid like I was I would always like get names called and stuff like that and then as like everyone got older, it was more just a case of, like, who I surrounded myself with, like, I think that other people loved my skin before I did, and I think that helped, um, like, I had a boyfriend that would be, like, oh, I I just wish it was contagious, like, I wish, I wish you could, like, give it to me, because I want it, like, and just little comments, like, instead, rather than it being, oh, like, oh, is that is that contagious? Like and the way they say it or like, oh, co- just just like make sure you put sun cream on so you don't get any more like like little comments that aren't supposed to be offensive but just just the way they said are um to things like oh yeah, like oh don't cover up because then you can see it like the contrast between the colours and stuff like that. I think I think it really depends um in general who you surround yourself with and in my case it was a lot of um artists and um creative so they they just in general find different beautiful anyway which obviously in my case was like a really good thing and then I think it just I think it was just I got to a point where I was just kind of like I actually don't find anyone bad-looking and I don't find, I don't think anyone is ugly, so why would I look at myself and think, oh, I don't like that? It's like, it. I don't see anyone else that way, so why would I change that way of thinking towards myself? Like, it didn't make sense for me not to just, like, be happy and, like, it didn't make sense for me to cover, like, wear jeans on a hot day like if I really didn't want to wear jeans then I shouldn't have to just because I've got white patches on my knees
1: like uh, I mean you can't see me at the moment but I'm just like sitting here nodding because it's so (laughs) so true what you're saying and especially so many people are consciously thinking or constantly thinking about uh, their own appearance so we don't really have time to think about others (laughs) yeah
0: literally and Mm. like um even even stuff like in your head you tell yourself oh I'm actually just wearing it because I like it like oh I'm actually just wearing high-waisted jeans because I really like the way they look but then in my case it was more like I'm wearing high-waisted jeans because the bottom of my belly is really white and I don't like and I don't like white is not really like attractive it's more like Tandi's attractive so it was more just like keep asking yourself questions and keep saying why to yourself because yeah it looks good on you but does it look good on you because it it actually looks good on you like it it fits your figure well or is it because you're trying to hide like a big belly or mm. and like certain things you know what I mean so yeah I think it's just like keep asking yourself questions and make sure you're surrounded by like people who really don't see it as like, not just don't see it as like um, a bad thing, but actually see it as beautiful because there's a, there's a big difference between um, someone who doesn't mind it and someone who actually really likes it. That was like a big thing for me as well. Like, especially in relationships, like my first boyfriend didn't mind it, like he he wasn't like bothered by it but then my second boyfriend actually like really liked it and it was a big, it was a big difference to how I seen myself as well.
1: Yeah that's so true and also what you said that we are kind of taught um, what we look good in or what clothes fits us but Mm -hmm. it's so good that you, you mentioned that you have to kind of constantly question yourself and not just yeah. go what society tells you to think. Yeah, definitely. Like growing up, did you have anyone that you looked up to in media? Was there any representation at all or just nothing? Um,
0: honestly, I don't think there was anyone until maybe, what year are we in now, 2020, maybe like for like three years ago or four years ago I seen Winnie Harlow but that was probably the first one and that was like I was already like 19 or 18 by then so Mm. like I'd already I I was already fine with my skin by that point but yeah when I was a kid there was no one like there was literally no one yeah I'm
1: amazed that you've still like managed to get that comfortable as you are considering what you you struggled so much before yeah. Um, and I remember like doing the photo shoot when we met um it was like white floor on the ground and uh there was a guy who sat down and you know got this uh white paint on his trousers and his black trousers and you were just like oh you look like me now (laughs) yeah yeah because it's it's funny like I think
0: even like I think just in general I think it's like we shouldn't take ourselves so seriously like I think it's funny that like my patches happen to be in like knee pad shin pad um elbow pad areas like I find that like some of my friends joke about because I used I actually used to have a patch around my mouth um so, like, they'd be, be like, oh, like, oh, just wipe your mouth. You've got milk around it again. And honestly, like, if I was a kid, I would find that awful to hear. But because I'm older and I'm fine with it now, it's genuinely just like, it's funny because I will take the mick out of something that they have that's obviously beautiful anyway, but I can make a joke about it because they know that I know that mm. it's beautiful and it's it's just fine. Like, it's it's... It's yeah. You shouldn't take anything so seriously, especially considering how much we change in appearance.
1: Mm. That's so true. But I'm, I'm intrigued to hear more when you mentioned that your first boyfriend didn't really. um I mean, he was fine with your patches, but he didn't really make a thing of it. But then, yeah. the second kind of said that he loved it. So you prefer people to to embrace it or like to mention it than to ignore it
0: yeah no I I do um like now I I don't really know what I would prefer to be honest I think I would prefer someone to actually acknowledge it because it's obviously there like if I was with them um but yeah honestly like it's because no, it's so, it's so known. I think a lot of people know what vitiligo is now, luckily. So I think when, like, when I meet people and everything, I, don't, I, like, I really don't mind if they, if they say anything or not. Like, it's fine to me if they do. It's fine to me, to me if they don't. It really doesn't matter. But yeah, like in, so yeah, in LA, when I was doing the Hollister job, um no one on that job mentioned about my vitiligo to me or like said anything about my skin um Mm. but I think that's because they knew why I was there which is because of my skin it was already very like they probably knew that I was confident with it anyway um Mm. and like another girl that's my friend mahogany she um she has like freckles everywhere on her face and like Normally, when I would see someone like that, I would, I would feel like I'd want to compliment them. But then, I don't know, it just wasn't that type of environment where we'd compliment each other because we are, we're all on the job because we have that different type of look. So I don't know, it wasn't really like, it was kind of, it didn't need to be said. It was already, it was already a thing because
1: we was there kind of thing.
0: Um, yeah, I don't really know how to how to say that.
1: No, no, it's just really interesting and what you said now as well that you all were considered to have a different look. Do you prefer that or do you want it to be seen as just neutral like, like anyone really?
0: Yeah, I think it's really important for it to be seen as normal mm-hmm. rather than the trend because it is it is a lifetime condition. I'm not going to like, it's not going to phase out when it stops becoming like needed to be seen or or whatever on, on um, social media or anything like that. It is, it is something that's always going to be with me and is always going to be with the next person that has like uh, another type of look. Um, so yeah, I don't think, yeah, I don't think it should be, seen as a different type of look I do think it should be seen as like the norm Uh, but at the moment it is seen as like the different type of look so
1: yeah do you think we'll get to a point where it is seen as normal like soon maybe
0: yeah maybe soon I think so because there's so many yeah there's so many people that are representing um different looks now that I think It's bound to become the norm soon.
1: Mm. Yeah. And growing up, when you, because were you born with it?
0: No, well, I can't, like, I kind of must have been because I think, um, I think vitiligo is always, I'm not an expert, even though I have it, I actually am not an expert on it. But I think you have to already have it to, like in your genes and whatever to actually develop it at a later age but don't quote me on that that might not be right but yeah I did get it when I was six or like around that age Um, Mm. and I did already have like one patch on my belly but that was kind of like a birthmark
1: okay but from that age from the age of six do you have anything that you wish that someone told you about beauty or that would have improved or helped your self-esteem um or if you you can put it differently what advice do you want to give to the younger generation in terms of developing a good relationship to your body
0: I think it's really important to see what you would like work on how you would perceive it if someone else had it I think that is really important because then you start to obviously you start to see other people as more beautiful and more you accept different things easier and then also you start to treat yourself like you would another person and if you are a very empathetic compassionate person anyway then that does start to leak into how you see yourself. So basically like seeing yourself as a friend, you wouldn't, if your friend had it at six, like if one of my friends had it in the playground, I would not think it was something ugly. I would probably wouldn't think, oh, like that's disgusting or like try and name call or anything like that. Because you don't, you don't want that other person to feel bad at all. So when you start to see yourself as you would another person, I think that's when it starts to like really leak into you, like your brain, how you're actually treating yourself.
1: Yeah, it's so true. But how, would, how do you tackle negative comments? Because I've seen um, when you post images of yourself that you sometimes get negative comments and you kind of repost it in your Instagram stories, if oh, yeah. you kind of make fun of yeah (laughs) that's not right to deal with it
0: yeah I think it's just because when I when I seen that at first that that picture in general I didn't see it and think oh like Mavis Liger looks weird in that picture the first thing I seen in that picture was like how weird my face looked And to me, that is something that I really need to work on. I really need to work on, like, not seeing my face as, like, an ugly face, which is so weird. But, um, yeah, I think, honestly, just the years of, like, really, like, practising not to see see yourself in a horrible way. And for me, that was, like, specifically concentrating on my vitiligo. No one can tell me anything about my vitiligo anymore. If someone said something about say, like, my lips or my nose, I think that would really, like, hit me. But if someone honestly said to, something to me about my vitiligo, it doesn't, it doesn't even sink in. It's literally one, one ear, other ear. <laughs> what do you say? Out in one ear, out the other? Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it literally, I think it's just years of, like, actually, like, working on how you see yourself. Because once you're so confident in something, no, like, no one can really say anything to you about it. It's just like, I also got other comments that were like, oh, this is so good. I also have vitiligo, like blah, blah, blah. This is so good for me to see. And then most of the comments say things like that. And then you get two people that are like, oh, is that a disease? Oh, eh, what is she looks like? What did what did one of them say? um the principle of pancakes or something like that (laughs) and one of them actually said that um my stomach looked like you know the the way your phone screen like when you get a new phone and the protector like bubbles a little bit <laughs> like, someone said that and I thought that was really funny because it actually like I've never even thought about that but it kind of does and it's fine that it does it's actually it's actually a funny comment like I don't take offense to it because it's not offensive it's actually just quite funny that they've mm-hmm. even thought that in the head um, <laughs> so yeah I, I just I don't know I just I think you've just got to see things for what they are rather than really like digging deep into what people mean. Some people just like make comments and like that people speak constantly. Like it's just sometimes words just come out and they don't even know what they're saying. But um, yeah, I think it's just practice.
1: Yeah, that's a great way to approach it. And I hope that you will kind of follow your own Advice, advice next about your face as well as so you can start feeling
0: confident. yeah no I definitely need to it's mm. definitely a thing <laughs> but I really do need to
1: yeah and I'm yeah I'm so glad that you are doing all the modeling that you're doing because you know it definitely helps others and improve their confidence so thank you so much for all your hard work oh
0: yeah of course of course
1: And thank you for letting me speak to you here today. No, of
0: course. Thank you for having me. I love your work. Oh, thank you. (laughs)